Welcome in. This is 300 yards to unknown. That right there, Eric Patterson at EPAC Golf. We are looking eye to eye or as close to eye to eye as we can actually look EPAT. Finally got the video screen set up between us. Yeah, not as close as we were in Tory, but this will do. It was, it was a little difficult just talking to a, just talking to my camera or talking to a blank screen, but it's good to see a smiling face on the other side of this for once. The, the evolution of me trying to record this pod, uh, I, I'm, we're, we're getting better. We're getting stronger. Uh, finally figured out a way for us to actually see one another instead of just putting the two videos together. So it's all good. Uh, Eric, you had your bachelor party. Last I did. Week. I did. Tell, my, tell hopefully us, my only all one. All the dirty so. little secrets about it. How was it? It was a wonderful time. A lot of golf, a lot of, uh, maybe not all the golf I remember, but I definitely <laughs> played 30. I definitely made all 36 holes. So that, I guess that's a, maybe, maybe not a good thing for my, uh, my com- counterparts on the trip. I think the goal is to get me off the course a little earlier than that, but we, we survived. It was fun. Now, when you go on a, you know, a boy's trip, do you, did you like, do you, do you gamble on the course? Do you play any oh, fun yeah. formats? Is it like, like what's, what's happening here? We had a, uh, so we had 12 guys. We did a six on six draft and okay. then a little Ryder cup format. So split up two rounds, split them up. You know, I think there was three points per nine holes. And then the last nine was singles, just kind of replicating the, uh, the Ryder cup. My team was on the losing end of it, but. I don't want to pump my own tires here, but I, I definitely pulled my own weight. I was disappointed with the rest of my squad, but uh, it was a fun time. Yeah. I love it. I, I think that it's kind of crazy that when we play recreationally, like I, I know my buddies and I, like it's almost exclusively match play, right? Yeah. Yet, yet the PGA tour has what one match play. Like that's why the Ryder cup's so great. The president's cup is so great. Like, I feel like that's the purest form of golf and we don't get to see as much as I think we should. Man, like, I think you and you guys were talking about this on the CBS podcast, but so we did back to my bachelor party Friday night, we were down, my team's down. And then we did like, we were doing the pairings for mm. uh, Saturday. So we were like kind of inside the team room and it was like, even room. just, even just sitting around with your buddies saying like, you, I want to go against this guy. I'm getting like two strokes on him on the back nine. Like just <laughs> that kind of strategy aspect to it that we don't see in professional golf much. Like, when I'm working, when I work the president's cup, like you're kind of on the edge of your seat waiting for those pairings to go, you know, like, you know, tiger answer goes out first and tiger throws himself out. And you're like, you're just instantly reacting to that. I think that is definitely a missing component of golf that I, I, we need to see. Well, and the president's cup format is the best because it's happening in real time. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's so good. The Ryder cup, they just say, okay, here's one through 12 or whatever. And we're just going to match up with your one through 12. We don't actually know, who it's going to end up being. We just know what slot you're going to go into. I want like why maybe they don't want to be like the president's cup, but the Ryder cup should, they've probably done this for hundreds of years, but they should, <laughs> right. they should match it. They should do that. Like, I mean, calling your shot against the guy, I think is a lot cooler than, you know, just being kind of getting lucky in one through 12 and hopefully you get the pairings you want, but yeah, I that guess there's is, some strategy involved with that. As well. That is um, yeah. The, the, the personal aspect of it, if you pick your opponent, uh, that gets everybody all riled up. So I yeah, love that's that. It's just the drama we need. It's hopefully, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe there's some team format they can mix in. Um, I don't know, somewhere down the road, not the Zurich though, not the team Zurich that, uh, that they've given us. Have you ever seen how they do pro-ams and how, how they decide who gets picked in a pro-am, like who, who I, your pro is? 
yeah i've i've heard about like the big pro-am draft night and how like yeah. all the big sponsors like that's the that's the party night and that's yep. the you know where all the bets are being laid i don't know how, exactly how it goes down so i don't know if it's like this for every single event uh, but there are events throughout the year. I think Genesis is one. Cause I think that's where I saw this video from where, yeah. So I guess it would be like Tuesday night, you know, they throw the party for all the sponsors and all the whatever. And the guys who are going to play in the pro-am and it's like a, one of those bingo balls, you know, like what we did for the WGC match play, like the, you know, draw, yeah, the, yeah. draw a number out. And when they call your number, you get to pick who your pro is. <laughs> so like you know first pro off the board tiger woods like come on let's be real here and what if you're not a morning guy because you know tiger's the first guy out do you pass or do you go with like you know someone who might party with you the night before like pat perez or I, something i think i could get up early for a tiger two time <laughs> i guess so i think i could survive it'd be that. nice to be in that position though to be picking like that well okay so the, the video i think it was i don't want to get this wrong i think it was eric anders lang i think it was his video and, and i'm pretty sure they were like one of the last guy, one of the last teams picked and there was just watching guys go off the board ahead of them. And I think it came down to, I think, I think it literally was Pat Perez or not Kisner, but somebody else. Uh, and I was like, and they're trying to figure out, okay, which one's going to be more fun. Right. Cause he's like, do you want to have fun? Like, do you want like, cause if you're playing with tiger, I don't know how much fun you're having. I don't know how much he's talking to you. Like, I guess now in his forties, he's, he's better at this stuff, but you could, you could get a pro and not have any fun whatsoever. I don't know who that pro would be. That would be interesting. Like Tiger, you're probably gonna have fun. Like he's gonna do it. He's it's playing with Tiger. Okay. It's, it's what it you. is. But how would Patrick Reed be? Apparently, he's nothing but nice to people in real life. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he puts on like a little bit of an act. Um, I definitely wouldn't be picking Reed. I would be going if it's not like Tiger, Rory. Uh, man, I don't know who would be like even third on my list. Well, okay, so so I'm just looking at the leaderboard from last week, and there are some guys that I think would like Billy Horschel would be awesome because really? he, yeah i mean he would he would talk and like be joking around and having fun the entire time like yeah i think billy horschel would be great like i think webb simpson would be great he's a really nice guy and oh by the way he's also very good at golf and he also wouldn't okay so there's a couple angles you could do this from he also wouldn't like bomb at 350 yards so he'd be like oh keep like, up with you yeah yeah uh or you could just be like yo i want to play with bryson or i want to play with cam champ and i want to see things i've never seen a human do before ever yeah, I don't know if you want to be like if you play with Webb, there's a chance you're you're further than him. I, I could be a little <laughs> yeah, bit if of you a, catch one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just put put Webb in the in the dust behind you. That would be uh, something to write home about. I don't know. Or, yeah, or like that's Harold Varner the third would be great. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm sure there's a ton of you know yeah. a long list of guys. If I if given the opportunity to make a pick, it would probably be a lot harder than it sounds. But you, um, did you know this? While, while we're on this whole pro amp thing, did you know you can you could just buy your way into these pro-ams. Oh yeah. They're pricey though. Okay. Like, I, I did not know figures. this. I did not know this until like six months ago or seven months ago. Um, yeah. I'm trying to pull up the price here for some. Okay. If you go to like, like Punta Cana, uh, like you can get into that pro for like three grand. Now I don't know who yeah. you're going to, I don't know who you're going to get paired with and you'll get like the swag box and you'll get all that stuff. But yeah, like you're talking like nine to 15 grand for most pro-ams, I think. I mean, I think that's like when the tour shut down and like there's they canceled all the pro-ams, everyone was nervous because like that's where like the sponsors make all their money is pretty much on those Wednesday pro-ams. And it makes a lot of sense when they're forking out 10K to play nine holes. Or I guess they're playing 18, but nine for each pro. But yeah, yeah that's that. You are right. The, the hospitality and the pro-ams are like how they all, like that's how these tournaments make money. 
like yeah. the vast majority of it. It's not concessions. It's not like the regular tickets. It's the hospitality and pro ams. If you like, what if you're like dying to go to play like the Sanderson's Sanderson Farm Pro Am in Mississippi? That's probably a that's probably a good uh, bargain pro am to get into. Let me see if I can find out real quick. Um, so the P- Pebble Beach Pro Am, which oh well, that's it's invitation only. One or the okay, so uh, apparently though, you can get in uh, if there are spots available for $25,000 and you can get a slight discount if you have a whole foursome. <laughs> <So> <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they only charge what's you 90 the, What's grand. the top prize on DraftKings this week? It could maybe, yeah. maybe if you bank one of those, you can get yourself into the, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. If you can get into the, uh, yeah, if you can win the five. I mean, it'd be fun 000. to play like Riviera. That's, you know, a course that you'll never ever get a chance to play would be ideal in my book at least. I mean, yeah. you can go down to Punta Cana and play that course. Or you can go – there's a lot of these – they're playing a lot of public courses recently, but to get onto, like, an Uber private course. Yeah, that would be true. Yeah, the, like, right, Punta Cana is a, a, a resort course. Like, you could yeah. you could just walk on there anytime you want to pay the th- 350 bucks or whatever it is. But, yeah, some of these places you just could not step on unless you play. Like, Do you think pr- any of the pros would drink with you while you're on the course? Harry Higgs, maybe. Harry Higgs, he maybe. Like a guy who I feel like Duffner. Nine a.m. beer. Duffner would throw one back or <laughs> one or two back. Like, yeah, I bet you you could. I don't know how seriously these guys take it on yeah. on Wednesday, but uh, I've never even been to like. Everyone says like go to the pro am, but that's more like or like go to the practice rounds. Yeah. Like, I've never even seen a pro am go down. Truthfully, uh, I guess they're just, it just looks like a bunch of dudes playing golf. Yeah, I like the uh, while we're on the Wednesday topic, they're playing a, a game of Wolf, I think, right now, which I haven't looked at, but I think it's like Charlie Hoffman, Cameron Champ, and a few other guys are playing like Wolf, which is like one of the more fun games that I play with my buddies. On the okay, course, so remind me how this one works. So it's like you rotate who tees off first. Oh yeah, yeah. Then you, he's or, like I guess you rotate the wolf, and then like some guy puts it in the trees. You leave him alone, and then the other guy puts it down the middle. You're like, all right, I'm going with him. Right. So it's right, like right, right. they're changing up this, the the uh, formats, and I think Bryson in his press conference kind of slipped up, and I think he's in next week's charity event. So oh. they're working on these Wednesday charity games, which I don't mind. They're televising them. They've been okay. I I I think I watched the first couple, but at least they're trying something new on a Wednesday yeah and they're they're almost um unless they're going to do different formats I was going to say they're almost kind of entirely player dependent like if you get a couple of good guys like it's worth the tune in but also I, I like the format thing seeing guys play I mean I think what is it wasn't one week a scramble which I think is kind of cool and you can watch these guys just go super low in a two-man yeah. scramble something two like man that. scramble and then uh, I don't know if they're playing skins another time but yeah they're they're definitely switching it up it's good to see Wyndham Championship. I don't expect you to have seen too much of this during your uh, bachelor. In and out party. on Sunday, yeah. There in you go. In between naps in the afternoon. Uh, Jim Herman wins just as everyone expected him to. No doubt. He wasn't about on it. your. He wasn't on your card. No, wasn't just it, wasn't uh, in the power rankings. He was a late, late cross off. Uh, <laughs> Five hundred to one. Jim Herman shoots 61-63 on the weekend. Um, the kind of the argument we've been making is, you know, like the tour. Like, the fact that Jim Herman – like, I don't understand this, okay? So, Jim Herman, you know, can miss 10 cuts in a row. He can pop up for two, 20, two top 25s a year, win both of them. Like, remember when Michael Kim won – I think it was John Deere, right? Yeah. And he, he blew had missed, away the like, field. That, yeah. he, that was a boring one. It, it was literally, like, the like the best performance ever – 
but he had missed like 15 cuts going into that. He like hasn't made a cut since. Like, I don't understand how this happens for a week at a time. I mean, Jim Herman's though, he's got three wins since 2016. So he's, if there is one guy that's going to go 500 to one and, and think a tournament, it's going to be Jim Herman, which is, I, I, I didn't even, I was just thinking like, when did you think Jim Herman was going to win that tournament? Um, when Billy Horschel missed his putt on 18, like literally when it was over. I, I was, I mean, Billy Horschel gets the, like, he hits a great shot into 18. He gets the break of a lifetime when Doc hits his ball on the same exact line, like one foot behind him. Yeah. He gets the look. I'm like, this is, I'm like, Billy's, he's going to roll this in. We're going to yeah. go to a playoff. And Jim can't even drink his water, right? He's cooked. <laughs> your boy, Doc, your boy, Doc, didn't give him the best read, though. It was like he a, didn't. He babied it and it just trickled like Billy is probably like, what was, I don't know. I, okay. I got the dead lag line. I'm not trying to cozy it up to the front edge, but yeah, he did uh, not yeah. get a good read on it. But I was like, Jim Herman was, I, he hit the green, I guess he hit the green in regulation. And then I was like, how is he going to three putt from here? Cause like, right. I, that's all I was going through my mind. It's like, there's no way Jimmy's just going to, you know, beat Billy Horschel down the stretch here. I was like, and then even he put it to like 10 feet. I'm like, ah, he might be able to two putt from there. And then, yeah, he uh, nails Jim Herman. Until until that putt actually missed, I was expecting Billy Horschel to roll it in, get to a playoff, and win it in the on the first hole. Like that was, I was prepared for that. Yeah, like I don't know, I don't even know what his odds were on the on the Sunday morning, but I was uh, I had Doc in the running, so I was cheering for him. But I mean, I'm, Jim Herman would have been like a you know twentieth, thirtieth guy down the list type yeah. thing. But sixty one, sixty three on the weekend is pretty nuts. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's, in, it's insane. Um, Jimmy's got his like hunched little back. He kind of swings <laughs> it like a little regular. He could be like a regular, just a guy you see on your local Muni. He's going super low on a Sunday and winning tournaments. He doesn't, he doesn't, uh, you know, strut around the, uh, he doesn't strut around the grounds like a Kepka or a Fino might. Uh, no. Might, uh, and, you know, have that dominating uh, presence about him. But uh, hey, can't uh, complain with two wins in two years. Doc now in the top 100 in the world. How about that? He's, I mean, his ball striking. He kind of, I, I was, uh, he swings it like Webb a little bit. That violent finish. And like, they were talking about on the broadcast, how he rattles the, the uh, <laughs> oh, shaft yeah. off the back of his neck. Yeah. It looks like it hurts. I, yeah, it's, it's so like, fast. Like jarring his head every time. But we, um, I mean, we've been we, on him for a while. And uh, so, so I just, it just dropped. We're recording this Wednesday at, 135 Pacific time about an hour and a half ago, I dropped the doc um, interview that I talked to him on Monday and he said something like, yeah, my swing was getting a little slow for my liking or something like that. And I'm like, doc, it is like a million miles. It's, it is violent <laughs> through the, it's like violent through the ball, very fast, very short. And like his swing thoughts is like, go slower. It's so slow. Well, like it's, it's, it's so funny, but yeah, he's, he was close. He's his wind's coming. His, oh, wind, yeah. his wind's coming real soon. Um, playoffs this week uh first playoff event so what last year was the first year they went to three right three yeah. playoff events instead of four the dell technologies championship that got the boot which is where we've seen tpc boston correct yeah. okay so a couple of fun little tidbits uh and this one is insane colin morikawa could be the number one player in the world this week what does he need? I think he needs like a solo second, maybe. Second, it yeah. Depends on where I, think it's I guess Rom finishes. Solo second or or first, I guess. Or a win gets him there, yeah. Win definitely gets him there. But how crazy would that be? I mean, he's actually being hurt in the official world golf rankings because he doesn't have enough events. Like his divisors like hurting yeah, him. Yeah. It's it's 
it would be insane for him to be number one this quick. I think only Tiger would be younger. To be that quick. That would make sense. I mean, and, like, he has a legit, like, good chance at it. This course seems to fit him very well. I mean, everyone's maybe, like, oh, he might not be able to go it. back to back. But, yeah, maybe. no, it's, like, if you got to stretch it, maybe, like, the 7,700 yards, he might have a – I don't know. But then he's hitting his hybrids or three irons to 10 feet, like we know he can. So, it's uh, maybe a, maybe some greens with some, like, severe, severe slopes. I think the, those might be the only things that, that might challenge him. The back-to-back thing is, like, that's not real. Right, like the, it's not real. It's just hard to win golf tournaments, so it's That's definitely true. hard to win two in a row. That's true. Right, like Everyone, yeah, people just write it off as like I can't even remember the last time someone went back to back. I think Molinari did it. Molinari yeah, did John it. John Deere, then he won the Open. I think so. That makes sense. Um, I can find that out for you, but like, right, like, okay, even the best players in the world, they're not winning ten percent of their golf tournaments, so they're definitely not winning like back to back like you know nine percent times nine percent whatever that is like it's just it that's that's it's rare because it's hard to do it's not because like they magically something happened that they can't win a right. golf tournament right i mean i i like more cow's chances and even next week i was i was peeking ahead to olympia fields trying to figure out what's going on there but he uh he came second to matthew wolf at olympia field in 2018 in a college event so he's got a little bit of history at that course too so uh, Molinari did not go back to back. So he went it was first. Close, yeah. He went first at Quicken Loans, second at John Deere, first at the Open Championship. So he went one, two, one. Good run. And actually, oh, this is, if you count the Italian Open, he had a stretch where he went second, 25th at the U.S. Open. And then he went win, second, win. So hell of a stretch for talking about like Molinari. I don't even know if he plays golf anymore. Someone needs to go find that guy and make sure he's got a pulse. Man. It has not been. The last I heard, he was moving to California with his family to play the PGA, and he just never showed up. Just never did it. Just never did it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) He's not like active on social media. No one's really talking about a you know a former top ten player in the world that's just vanished. (laughs) It's it's seriously crazy. So uh, three leg stretch here. A couple guys on the outside. Oh, Brooks Kepka, WD. Yeah, that was the news of the day today, at least. Yeah, I was. This is now the second week in a row I've been on CBS Sports HQ with breaking news that I found out in my ear like three seconds before I have to talk about it, which is always terrifying. What was last week? Uh, I think it was last week. No, Augusta, Augusta with no fans. Oh, yeah. Was that last week? week? Might have been the week. That was last week. Uh, So that, like, the first time I heard that was in my ear and them going, Rick what are your thoughts? I'm like, I don't know. I have just found out about this. And then Brooks breaking news. On you have, you've had thoughts about Brooks though. Like this, I have a, yeah. This, I have a lot of thoughts about Brooks. This was kind of expected in a way. Like what, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know who's laying out, laying out his schedule, why he wanted to play so much. No, there, there was to me, no discernible plan. Like, I don't know what the plan was. He played six weeks in a row, I guess was, planning to play seven this week and then eight and nine if you could find a way to get to east lake remember when it was workday charity and we were like wait is brooks really not going to play the memorial next week like that was supposed to be his week off right yeah he wasn't late commitment after he wd after he missed the cut of the workday he committed for the next week of the memorial so he was he wasn't supposed to play that but like at the same time if you were preparing like if you're trying to keep your body healthy and you're telling us oh, the knee's not right, I'm feeling fatigued, blah, blah, blah. 
why are you playing 3M? Why are you playing Workday? Why are you playing? I mean, I guess Wyndham, he needs the points at that point. But, like, it, it, the whole thing just never made sense, and it never felt like he had a plan. I'm thinking – I know there, there's no – appearance fees on the pga tour and there's no (laughs) there's no like uh they don't even have those like functions but maybe there's some sort of you know you play the 3m this year you play the windham because he wasn't supposed to like why is he even playing the windham he didn't he didn't improve his position so two kind of just show up and hit the ball around for for 36 holes miss cuts um Maybe there is some I have pure speculation, but financial financially incentivizing him to show up to those events um, that offsets what he would have lost for not playing the FedEx Cup. Like I have no idea. Like he would even need a good week at TPC Boston to make it to the top seventy. So um, yeah. Oh yeah. He had he had work to do. He had like, like some serious work to do. So if he, you know, if he say he made a couple million on those like those appearance fees just to just to show up um, again. And that's pure speculation, but like it made no sense. I'm just can't wrap my head around the schedule. I I have not looked this up, but I feel like it's safe to say there has not been a top ten player in the world play six consecutive weeks, or I guess seven if he was planning on that. Like I can't remember the last time that could have possibly happened. I mean, Patrick Reed plays a lot, but I mean, just scrolling through his like six in a row is nuts. Guys actively avoid doing that. Six in a row with a guy who said he has a bad knee. He's got bad. He's like he's not one hundred percent. Like just, I, I'm still a little shocked that he was not one hundred percent after a three month break, and then he came out and just started fighting the same injury. Which is, you'd figure a three yeah. months to rest any injury is a pretty substantial amount of time. But he I mean, also just, had he also had the time in the off season, which was like he took a bunch of time off in the off season, and then he had the actual yeah, something like this. I, I hate. I hope get I'm a better wrong. doctor, Brooks. I, I hope I'm wrong, but like, if he wasn't right, like this feels like red flags. You know what I mean? Like, if he can't get it right now, honestly, like whatever. He he missed the Presidents Cup, so so go. This goes back to like November. He's had November until April, pretty much, to get his knee right, and he still couldn't do it. That's like oh, that's almost over half a year. Uh, like people come back faster from like torn ACLs, and I don't think he had that. So. No, I don't think so. So, I, I of course, I just found that Patrick Reed played six straight, but his six straight was Charles Schwab. So, there was like this first six events after not playing for 91 days. I think that is much different than what Brooks tried to just pull off. Yeah, like Reed and Reed admittedly plays a ton, whereas Kepka, he's always kind of pieced his schedule around the majors. And this just, just seemed extremely forced. And, but I mean, there was, there was some speculation that it might put his U.S. Open in doubt, which I don't think is a thing. But I, I read also that, you know, Brooks's team or whoever is his spokesperson is said that he's doing this to get ready for the U.S. Open. So I would expect to see them at, at Wingfoot. If he misses Wingfoot, then, yeah, then there's this guy's really hurt because I don't think he would skip that for anything. Right. Um, the other guy who we have to talk about playing multiple weeks in a row, I mean, if Tiger makes it to Eastlake, uh, it's three in a row. We know he does not like playing back to back. I wonder, is there, is there any chance that I think he's 47th or something like that heading into this week. If, is there any chance he just like, like he maybe misses the cut this week, he drops to whatever 60 something. I don't know what, what he could drop to. And he's just like, you know what? I, I'm not, I'm going to take the week off at the BMW. I'm going to end my season here 
and I'm going to be ready for Wakefoot. I think there's definitely a chance. I, I, but, like, he was playing Monday at, at Wingfoot with JT. So, if Tiger's not feeling good, he's not going out to play casual 18 holes at one of the toughest courses in the world. So, I think, um, I think he's feeling good. I think he's excited that the, the warm weather, he's going out there in a T-shirt and doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't have to wear the scarf and the, and the sweater with the vest over top of the sweater. I think, uh, I think he's feeling good. And what if, what if he wins this week? Then he can take next week off. That is true. He can really, I think that is the big incentive is he can just, if he can lock up his spot. Uh, I know he's, I know he committed next week, but like, you know, put in a, put in a top five effort and secure your spot for Eastlake. Then he's probably not going to play next week. Although now with the staggered start, I mean, you, just securing your your spot isn't as important as improving your spot. What is, what is Tiger? Does Tiger need more FedEx cups to his, his resume at this point in his career tiger needs uh i think he wants 83 and i think he wants more chances at majors so he wants he wants 18 majors and he wants an 83rd win so now i guess those go together would be the same thing but yeah they go together but he wants to i think i think all he cares about is 83 get that one out of the way if it happens to be a major great uh but yeah I, i don't know no he no he does not need anything else he does not need FedEx cups. He does not need anything. It is 83 and it's, you know, so green, green jackets yeah, so and fire chugs. If playing the BMW maybe gets him one extra stroke in East Lake and puts his U S open in jeopardy, I think he's okay with sitting it out to be honest. Do you like the staggered start? I mean, it, it, it is what it is now. I don't mind it. Like after seeing it for one year, I mean, I get what they're trying to do with it. I would have come up with a different kind of, some sort of different format for it. Okay. Um, what would you have come up with? You are now you are now in charge of the FedEx Cup playoffs. What would you have come up with? I would have done I think I wrote about this last year and now it's slipped my mind. So what top 30 move on? That is correct. But done, you can change that if you want. No, the 30's fine. I think 30's if you're a top 30, you're probably good enough to uh and I would give like I would do some sort of match play where like the top seeds get a buy mm-hmm. or even like, you know, the I guess the top seeds could even, even in like the first rounds could start with like a one up advantage, which is, I guess that's a pretty, that's a pretty big reward. Um, It's just some way to ensure that the top guys move on. Um, One round by play in for the rest of the guys, I think. And I like, you're still playing for a ton of money. If they want to promote the money, I mean, the the difference between second and third or third and fourth. So that semifinal match could be worth life changing money for some guys who snakes in like, well, like Lanto or, or Munoz, they're still up there. So yeah, um, you have a $10 million match. You could even like make the, the prize between first and second that much bigger and then just kind of distribute it through the, through the rest of the, through the rest of the qualifiers. But I think match play would be the, the most fun for, you know, I do too. I, I think I want, it doesn't have to be the FedEx cup playoffs, but I want more match play. I want there to be a match play major. I, I want there to be, like I, I understand we have a WGC. I just want more match play. Um, I also think that whether you like the staggered start or not, it accomplishes the biggest goal, which is you cannot have a Tour Championship winner and a different FedEx Cup winner. It is anticlimactic. It's hard. To, it's very confusing. It's not good for the game. So it at least accomplishes that part of it. That's yeah. That's the only thing that it accomplishes in my eyes. Like it, it just it. The tour championship is now the FedEx Cup. It just the races, 
you know, that tournament pretty much, which is kind of, it's, it, it's weird yeah. to look at it like that way. Like Tiger wouldn't have won. I don't think he would have won the, the 2018 tour championship. Oh, interesting. You're pretty much just creating a, a, a 30 man sprint to the FedEx cup. It's not really the tour championship anymore. So what if we did, okay. So what if we narrowed it down via, okay. So maybe we went, we went 125. I don't know, to 50 to 12. And then the 12 was level playing field, stroke play, just go battle it out. Maybe it wouldn't be that fun to watch. Maybe it would be, but like, you know what I mean? I feel like with 30 guys, you do have to reward some of the guys who like JT's 500 points up in the FedEx cup standings. Like should he, should he be rewarded for that? Should we just pay out? Like, should we just pay out some of the bonuses before the tour championship so it's like hey congratulations jt you get the biggest chunk of this part of the prize pool uh and now we're just going to erase your erase your lead and now everybody is, is starting well, that's to what the, that's what the windham rewards are for <laughs> okay he's already banked two million for his they must good be, regular season how upset are you if you're windham that uh it was locked up before like it even got to your event and jt doesn't even have to show up to try to get his two million other people didn't show up too like lanto i think he was yeah, I don't think he played last week or answer pulled out and he was like right on the bubble. Like those are the, those are like even the bigger withdrawals in my eyes for like That's someone true. who's like 11 Xander. I think Xander's 10 or 11. Like you want those guys to move up. Like I guess 500,000 doesn't mean anything to these guys. So what's the I, point of even I guess pretending not. to like make it a big deal. Yeah, Webb, Z- went, Webb went and passed someone. I think he's, he passed Bryson. He passed Bryson. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's Xander, from him. Xander could have, I mean, Xander was 40 points behind John Rom. Lanto was 130 behind Rom. I don't know how many. So that's like a big finish. I think that yeah. that would be like a top three finish, but still yeah, like so he's he, not even trying to get, I don't know. Yeah. And, they and, definitely aren't getting the bang for the buck. So no, make they, that, put that money some, somewhere else. Yeah, they definitely are not. Um, all right. So for this week, it's TPC Boston. It is, we are going to be down to 70. We are probably going to lose some names. We might lose Spieth this week. We might lose Ricky Fowler this week. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is on the bubble. I think Justin Rose is like 100. He, he, I mean, if that's a name. Yeah, I mean, he needs – there's a lot of guys who need to put some work in here. Brooks, Steve obviously, would. he's done. Not that Sned- like Snedeker hasn't been good, but like he'd be out. Louis would be out. I mean, these guys need to need to put it's some. It's been work a weird in. year for like the guys, the Euro guys who, you know, they're not getting their majors. They're not getting, uh, you know, as many starts on the PGA Tour. They were kind of stuck overseas for a bit. So they I'll missed. A, they missed a lot of events. Like yeah, those those majors for Louis, like that's you know, a couple of top tens in a major and you're, you're pretty much locked up too. Did you see the thing? I think it was on Instagram where they were asking guys to grade their seasons, like with no. a, with a score, like, and like JT's like B minus, like dude, dude's going to be the player of the year. He's like B minus. <laughs> like that was like an A plus year, man. You have three wins. You're going to win it all. <laughs> like it's all good. Like, yeah. How can you have, maybe if you won the BGA, it's the only way it's better, but yeah, I'd take three wins in a shortened season. That's, why even ask these guys if their goals are like through the roof? Uh, they're gonna. Did anyone give himself an A plus for someone who just had like six uh, cuts? I think it was Ryan. I think Ryan Palmer gave himself an A. He was like, yeah. uh, he's pretty pleased. That's good season. 29th in the FedEx Cup. He's got a couple Intended of times. A few he's got, like, times. Four top tens. Yeah, he's feeling good. I think Victor Hovland gave himself an A. I was like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. But it is funny <laughs> to kind of see expectations versus you know what these guys actually put up. All righty, Pat. Uh, who's gonna win? 
No, wait, let's do sleepers first. Give me a sleeper for this week's Northern, the Northern Trust. Let's give it the official name. The all capital Northern Trust. We're going odds boards or like DFS pricing? Up for interpretation. You, whatever you decide. All right, Justin Rose. I'm going back wow. to him. You're sick. Se- I got 74 to one, which is kind of nutty. He played one bad round last week. I'll give him a break. I am a little sick though, aren't I? You know, like yeah, that. Man. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Okay, it's 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 been weird. It's been a very weird restart for Justin Rose because he was came out hot. Yes, and and not only did he come out hot, he looked like number one player in the world, Justin Rose from a couple of years ago where he was just a, a ball striking maven and it was unbelievable. And we're like the new clubs, he's off of Hanma. This is going to be great. And then he didn't hit it well for like four straight weeks. Then he puts his way to a top 10 at what the PGA. And I, I don't know. I still feel like that's that top 10 was fool's gold. Hey, I'll, I'll buy that fool's gold at 74 to one. That's fine by me. That's true. I mean, he does have win equity in 74. He was like 21 last, 20 to one last week. So, bit of a bit of a discount. All right, let me find somebody else. I've been talking about Doc all week. Go, yeah, I've been talking about Sung Jay. I thought his price was wrong, and I never say that. I never say somebody's price. I'm surprised is wrong. he was still that high after what he did last week. Um, how about? Um, oh man. Okay, I, I do. What? My sleeper was like a former number one player in the world, won the FedEx Cup two years ago. <laughs> You're probably going to be a guy who's fresh off a corn ferry tour and <laughs> like just making like their their debut. Um, I do. I, I am very interested in Abraham Answer. Uh, I, I I just think that he. So I see him at 55 right now. Uh, he competes everywhere. Like it doesn't matter. Like if you go look at his results, it could be weak fields. It could be really strong fields. It could be what like the dude competes. We saw that at the President's Cup. Like, I, I love his game. I also think that if you're trying to get, like, you know, fantasy purposes or, like, recency bias stuff, like, because he doesn't play last week um, and he WD'd, like, I don't know, people just, like, forget he exists. And then you put him in a stacked like field like one. this. And, like, he's just an absolute competitor. Um, and, and I believe he is still the highest-ranked player in the world who has not won anywhere, ever. Right? Like, he has no worldwide wins. Isn't that right? professional for sure that's yeah. what i mean professional yes yeah. yeah that's that's correct yeah he's 20 20- coming though he's another guy who's coming oh yeah it's all it's coming how old is he like 28 29 how old do you think he is 28 or 29 i think he's i think he's 29 he played uh he played junior college against a buddy of mine when he was and he was just cleaning up before he went to oklahoma oklahoma so <laughs> that's he's my only connection to him 29 29 you got yeah. it yeah uh all right epat your pick to win the Northern Trust, 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 trust. I'm not sure. I, I wanted to pick a guy, but I think you've taken him, but you've also made multiple picks on Golf Digest and CBS. I've, I've made two different picks. Yeah, yeah, I've made two different picks. So I'm you can have whichever with, one you uh, want. Dustin Johnson. This is, this is my favorite one. Dustin is? Yeah. Yeah, I think I just – he wins so – he wins is – his wins come in like little spurts. I think I actually laid it out in my betting preview. It's like – he goes like win third, first, win fifth, and then he has he had that run of three straight wins, and then he you know he won a few starts ago, second uh, second at the PGA. I think uh, I think it's a good spot for him, and I don't know if a lot of people are taking him to be honest. Yeah, so I really like this one uh, to be able to get Dustin at twenty to one when he has legit all the upside in the world. 
and this is the argument I've been making, right? Is like second place doesn't matter. Like second or 72nd or 102nd is all the same if you're betting outrights, right? So that's why, especially in the outright market, I'm like, yo, DJ's the, he is the play this week. I'm like pretty positive about that. Uh, whether it pans out or not to get him at 20 to one with the upside that he has, is huge. I mean, it's, it's awesome. I love it. Um, the JT thing, I, I just think like in a vacuum, JT's the best player. You know what I mean? Like, like if you remove the odds, if you remove, which is kind of like the way I treat the golf digest thing, which, cause we have to list player to win player to fade a top 10. Like it's, I don't know. It's, I don't take, maybe I should take more value into it, but it seems like for the winners, everybody picks like one of the top four or five guys. Yeah. I, I just think JT in a vacuum is like the best player, right? Like if we played this a thousand times, he, I think he wins it more than anybody else. Could Colin Morikawa be the best player? <sighs> He might be, dude. Just, just not with not not with a few years extra, a few years of history. And I think that's the only thing weighing him down. He just wasn't on the tour of like a year and a half ago. If the the traje- trajectory that Morikawa is on, like I don't have the adjectives to describe it. Like it's insane. In what twenty five pro events or something like that, what he's done, it's 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 nutty. It's but it is it's weird to see like the guy who just won the most recent major he beat uh you know he took down jt at the work day he's like 26 25 to 1 you can find at him and it's like why is he not 14 beside what's he done in the last three months that you know what's what's rory done compared to what <sighs> morikawa has done in the last three months yeah two months. Since, since the restart uh yeah morikawa is whipping rory McIlroy. But just, you're getting double, almost double the number on him, which is pretty, pretty crazy. It's the pedigree. I but also just think, yeah, you're, you're I also just think that, and I also think that, um, I mean, odds makers aren't trying to predict yeah, the tournament. They're not doing, they're not doing win you know, percentage to win, chance they, to win. They just can't get burnt if Rory wins, and yeah. they can't lay a thirty-five to one number on him. I guess that's what it says about the the general public if Morikawa's name is still at like twenty-two to one. Exactly. Like if, if, if you put like JT's name at 22 to one, that would be bet down and they would get crushed. Right. But people just leave more cow alone. Yeah. It's why it's why it took two years for Jordan Spieth's number to like budge at all. Yeah. Because books see that you see that with Spieth and Fowler's now. Yeah. Yeah. They're both like 60, a hundred. It's crazy. But it took forever for Spieth to get there because books weren't going to lay yeah. Even, you know, 35 to one on this guy and just get burnt because everybody's going to take it. So there's a big difference, but I, I think you're right. There, there is a really good argument to be made that Colin Morikawa is like the best player on earth. If you, and, and like, <laughs> if you just look in the last three months, pretty crazy. pretty crazy. And like, I was thinking like, even at the PGA, I was like, there's no way this guy, he's too young to win this. And then he goes out and does it. And then I'm just thinking like, we're right now we're talking about, like, there's no way he's going to go back to back. And like, we could be talking here in a week saying new, new world number one. He doesn't care. Like his, his, he is so much more mature than however old he is. Like he does not care. There is no stage that is too big for him. It's, it's impressive. Very impressive. Imagine he takes down the FedEx cup and is like, first oh my God, 23 year old. I'll be foaming at the mouth. That'd that be happens. nice. It'd be awesome. All righty, Pat. What's going on with the score? Uh, power rankings. I just put them up last uh, yesterday, I guess. Power rankings since the restart. And no surprise, more cows number one. Uh, Rory's nowhere to be found. Saw Tiger's that. nowhere to be found. And I people, think were that people were on me about DJ. And I was just like, yo, he just, he just came second in a major. He's, he's fine. 
I mean, what his two of his last four starts have been a win in a second, something yeah. like that. And like in between, he was, I think he was playing left-handed. I don't know what he was doing. But yeah, that like was he didn't so try. weird. <laughs> that was so. I would love to know, like, what? How did you go 80, 80, 78? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, so I think that's that's people have people are remembering that. But yeah, power rankings, betting preview. We'll have news all week. It's gonna be good. Love it. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs. They're <laughs> here at EPAC Golf is where you can follow Eric. This has been 300 yards to unknown. Peace.